nigga flies, me ain't a nigga cold as me, ain't another nigga got a swag quite like But hold me. up, hold up, that's the way I feel But hold up, hold up, but that's the way I feel Swangin' and bangin' on these ones and twos It is hump day! Then... I'm going to bust y'all with these gratitudes. What's going on, good people? Welcome back. It's your boy, Kendrick Avant. I'm the agent of gratitude. And every day, I'm taking these gratitude journal. And I'm bringing it to you so everybody else can see how to work the gratitude journal, can ask questions about the gratitude journal. If you have any type of questions about what's going on, schedule some time with me. Let's talk that thing out. I'm right here. I'm working with you. I'm ready to do this thing with you because I'm telling you that gratitude journal is essential. It is essential to your transformation. This is big. This is big. So starting this thing out, my intention today, I've got to work out more yoga. I've been, I've been getting real lazy with my yoga doing the basic 12 to 15. I have done 20 in over a week. So today, my intention is to do two rounds of yoga. Two, one, two. Done everything. Every I've done the basics of everything I'm supposed to. Yoga, the meditation. Still getting about three things of water in. That's eighty percent. Getting in my vitamins and supplements. Doing my double manifestation. You know the call to action by now. This is day number sixteen. It is February sixteenth, Hump Day. That means for sixteen days in a row, you have heard me tell you, slide over. To allthingsonelove.com. Check out the Black History story for the day. Every day, I switch out the Black History story because you all have been listening to a different Black History story every day. And today, we are talking about the man, the chef, James Hemings. James Hemings is a slave. He's a former slave. So what he is, he's African-American. He is born here in the States. His mother is mixed. So his mother is black. His grandmother is black. She ends up being assaulted, taken by the captain, has six kids. When the captain gets rid of her, he passes her to somebody else. She has four more kids. So his grandmother ends up having eight. Mother ends up, this is his mom. His mom ends up having 10 kids. 10 kids, two different colonizers, all type of atrocities. Life is, of course, horrible. It's, of course, horrible. Now, at age nine, his mom passes away. And he's all 10 of the mixed kids are passed and dropped off to his mom's fully white sister. She's all she's 100% white. The rest of the kids, they are considered 75% European, 25% black, 25% African. So they're still considered slaves. So when his sister takes over, he is crunk at first. He's eight years old. Shit. I go to my sister. She's white. She'll be cool. Except his sister is rolling with Thomas Jefferson broke ass, man. And when I say Thomas Jefferson broke ass, yes, I am talking about your third president, Mr. Thomas Jefferson. The one that hustled France and brought us Louisiana Purchase and all that type of stuff. Thomas Jefferson is broke as shit, and he's married to this lady, Martha Jefferson. So once, of course, she has his last name. So once she gets these 10 siblings, 
and they're all considered 75% European, Jefferson right away lights up. Oh, hell yeah. I got slaves in the front yard now. Let's do this damn thing. And they look white too? Bet they thing. We, on, we in the mix. So Jefferson takes over. He loves the idea. He has 10 slaves added to his mix coming in. Now, since they are also family members, because they are still his half, they are still, he is still technically their uncle. They are the half, they are the half niece, half nephews, half nieces and nephews of his wife. So either way, takes over. He is big with this new American government. America has just gotten free and America makes him the, one of the one of the foreign ministers. So Thomas Jefferson broke ass. I'm standing broke again. Thomas Jefferson broke ass goes to France. Since he is broke, he can't afford to bring slaves and shit like that. And so instead, he says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take your other sister and your little brother. Boom. I'm going to just take them over there. Work that thing out. Those will be the slaves. And I'm, I'm going to get him a little bit of money. Tells his wife. Tells his wife. I'm going to give them some money. Of course, girl. I got you. I'm going to give your brother and your sister some money. But they come into France with me. I can do my thing. Look, America's going to be big. I'm telling you, Martha, America is going to be big. I just need your sister Sally. I need your brother James. And I'm going to France. He goes off to France. Now he's in France. And James Hemings. This is the whole story is about James Hemings. James Hemings, the little brother who is not 19, has always been good in the kitchen. He is a whiz in the kitchen doing things. So when they show up in France, Jefferson is really already smashing the sister Sally. He knows what he's doing. He's already smashing Sally. And he has the little brother cooking and doing shit. He's paying him super cheap, but at least he's paying him. Thinks he's doing the right thing. He gets over to France, puts the brother into a chef school. James is over there learning all types of stuff. I mean, blows it up. He is, you drop a black man in a pastry type spot, bacon and everything. Oh my God, he just takes off. Now, what is over there learning and doing everything? He becomes a whiz and stuff. He's blowing up. France eliminates slavery. France abolishes slavery. So right away, Jefferson gets terrified. Oh, shit. I brought her sister and her brother here. If they know about slaves being free, I can't even bring them back to America. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? He's freaking the fuck out. He is freaking out. He has brought this boy over here, got this boy learning all this cooking stuff, paying him money. Remember, Jefferson has already broke his shit. He's knocking down the sister, then got her pregnant. He's already broke his shit. Jefferson is terrified. In the end, he ends up burning out from France and hurry up and gets them back to America so that way they can't even leave. They're actually having a discussion. Sally and James, they're having a full discussion. And James is telling his sister, Fuck it, let's just stay here. I don't want to go back. Why would I want to go back and be a slave? Damn, man, I'm doing, I'm breaking it. I'm killing the kitchen over here. Plus that, I know what Thomas is doing to you, sis. Let's just not even go. Jefferson ends up making their ass come on back. So they get back to America. Jefferson goes on. He's still blowing up big, becomes the president. He still has this, this nephew of his working for him. James Hemings is the whiz kid in the kitchen. James is now back in America. And he is creating stuff like he has taken macaroni pie and turned it, remixed macaroni pie into mac and cheese. James is over here and turned stuff into french fries. He had brought back creme brulee. Dog, 
James has brought us ice cream. He's bringing all this stuff back. Lighting up Thomas Jefferson's kitchen, doing the damn thing. And everywhere that Jefferson goes, because Jefferson is the North, he has to be careful. Because some states he goes to, there's no slavery. They've gotten rid of slavery. He's in the North. So he's always careful to make sure he doesn't allow James or his sister Sally to ever reside and live in a free state because he knows they're going to burn up. I don't care how much money you're paying me, man. If I'm a slave and you're knocking down my sister, I'm out this thing. There's no way I'm hanging there. So the story ends up getting worse. So from there, they end up moving. They're doing this moving back and forth. They come back. He's getting paid under the table whenever they stay in free spots to make him be still. They end up coming back to Virginia. And James is telling them, I don't want to go to fucking Virginia. No way. I'm not going to Virginia. That is a slave state. I know you're not going to pay me. I'm not doing this shit with you anymore, man. I'm out. And Thomas Jefferson hits him with the bullshit of all bullshit and tells him, look here, you got to come back. Not only do I have your sister, but I will let you go free if you train your little brother to be the chef that you are, that way he becomes my slave and he stays here. Think about that, man. Do you know what kind of fucked up proposal that is? To be told in order for you to go free, you got to train your brother to be this man's slave and cook like you. And your sister is staying there with him. And if that happens, they'll let you go. You got other brothers and sisters there too. But the two you are closest with, this is what he's doing to him. This is your great president, Thomas Jefferson, the third president. So in the end, he ends up doing it, trains his brother. He balls out. He's doing different types of cooking in different types of places. He's freelancing, doing shit. Thomas Jefferson is writing him about, please come back. Please come back. I need you back here. I need you back here. Dude writes him back. James Hemings is his name. Writes him back. Look, man. I'm not coming back because I don't feel safe at your place, nor do I want to work with people who you are treating as slaves and my brother and sister are still there. I'm not coming back to work for you. I don't care. But if I did come, how much money would you pay me? Jefferson bullshit, no dog doesn't write his ass back. So in the end, to make the, to make the story all finish out, finish this thing going out. James Hemings is 36 years old, slides back, visits Jefferson, Sees his brothers and sisters, about a month and a half, leaves. And at the age of 36, James Hemings commits suicide. And you've got to know the real story behind the suicide. That this great black chef who has brought us macaroni and cheese, french fries, creme brulee, ice cream, so much more stuff. This great black chef that worked for the third president who was forced to become a slave at the age of eight, taken by his sister and Thomas Jefferson, goes to France, I mean, shuttle from spot to spot. They spend his entire life trying to make sure he is not in a free area so he can't go free. Of course, that's going to drive you crazy, man. Of course, that is going to drive you crazy. And that is the story of James Hemings, the great African-American chef who has brought us all these French delicacies and lit up the White House and the colonial era. James Hemings. Till my music make them get played. Say I'm the king of my throne. East Texas till I'm gone. 
So I want y'all to take something from that story. With the story, what you take from that story is this. Whether you are a cook, whether you're doing clothes, barbershop, whether you are like me, you starting up programs for businesses and schools and everything, what you take from that is this. Jamie Simmons, despite all the hardship, despite all the bullshit he was going through, slavery, the stuff with his mom, the sister, Thomas Jefferson, shuttle back and forth, Despite all the bullshit, James Hemings knows his skill. He knows his talent. He knows his blessing, his passion, his purpose. It's right there in that damn kitchen. And he used that to not only get his freedom, and of course, the entirety of the story is fucked up, but he uses that to get his freedom, to etch his name in history without even knowing it. He goes to another spot taken by force, and while there, he makes the best of it. He's forced to learn this cooking shit, this France spot. He doesn't know the place. He uses his own money, man, to learn French. The little bit of money that Thomas Jefferson and his raggedy ass sister pay him. He has to burn it all on learning, investing in his damn self. Learns the French language so he can become an even better chef. That's what you take from this story in black history, Doug. You take that, you learn that for your own cooking, for your own clothes. I learned that from my own coaching classes, from my own businesses. And that is to make the best out of what is put before you. You put your mindset over the bullshit. That's the story of James Hemings at its core. You put your mindset over all this bullshit going on over everything else and knocking at your door and you be the best shit you can be. That's what you take from that story, man. That's what you take from that story. When you see somebody else cooking, you ain't copying their shit. You getting ideas, you remixing, you are improving. When you see somebody else cutting hair, it's the same thing. When I'm in these different clubhouse rooms, I'm hearing people talk about what they coach about how they coach about it. Yo, salute to you for joining me. Old man told me not come to sleep but a dream. So when you see that paint gleam, then know I'm living my dream. So that's the story of James Hemings, good people. And it is an absolute heartbreaker. Let me get onto these gratitudes and shake myself into a better spot. Number one, it is big trash day today. And I got his ass. Today is the once a month Big Trash Day for our neighborhood. We have missed it like four or five months in a row, but not today. My son was so disappointed, but bump all that shit. Now, I got space in the medical sauna. I got room to move around. It looks so much better in the garage. Yeah, that Big Trash Day is something else. Loving it. Number two. Somebody actually joined my wisdom app talk and that blew my head up, gave me all types of experience working the app and talking with somebody. I'm really crunk because she said she wanted to sign up for my gratitude e-crash course. She specifically said she wanted to learn how to do yoga and meditation. Man, I'm ready for that. And the last gratitude today is that I finally tried the mushrooms out. Finally, I microdosed because I'm terrified that I'm going to hallucinate 
run up, run from some shit that I see, some nightmares, fall and get super hurt. I didn't do any of that, so that's great. That's a gratitude. I also did not feel any type of thing at all. I didn't feel any jitters, shakes, none of that. And that reinforced the belief that I probably don't even need these damn mushrooms. I should just rock cannabis for life. Especially since I'm not supposed to mix cannabis with the mushrooms. Boom. You got my gratitudes. So, let me finish this thing out. Auntie, I hope you're still there. But that's the way I feel. But hold up, hold up. But that's the way I feel. What you know about being stuck in one place with no movement? When I'm in these different coaching rooms, the story of Jamie Simmons. Aunt Aline, good to see you, Auntie. Oh, man, I can't wait to see you again. We have got some good things to talk about. I got, I keep my medal right there in, right there in my dresser. So every day I feel like the MS medal that you sent me, the multiple sclerosis medal that you sent me is right beside my stomach, right beside my heart. And I need that there because on hard days, until I pull that dog on metal out and I twirl it and I spin it and just having that orange and black metal on my hand, knowing my auntie, my blood sweated and got that thing for me, it puts me in a better mindset. It really does. So a thousand thank yous, auntie. I was telling everybody about the story of James Hemmings, the great black chef who was, brought us creme brulee. This black man brought us ice cream. This black man brought us french fries. He was a slave. He was a slave to Thomas Jefferson. And it's crazy how his whole story went, what happened with the whole story. But man, this black man shows us, auntie. He shows us the example of how you make the most, you make the best out of what you can do. And that's how you put one foot in front of the other. That's how you put one foot in front of the other. You find your passion, you find your purpose, and you just keep going. One day at a time, you are grateful for something every day. This man is grateful every day for that kitchen. Every day he has something that he can go to to put his heart into. As many family and friends as he's missing, he has that kitchen, man. And that's what I want this gratitude journal to become for everybody else. This can be your kitchen and you are the James Hemings. So I want y'all to go to allthingsonelove.com to check out the full story if you want to. I've even got links to see other pieces because I know you don't want to just hear me tell the story. I want y'all to be pretty, stay grateful. I salute you. I'm out. 53% of employees will remain because the employer is grateful. 80% of people will work harder for leadership that is grateful. You want an agency of gratitude with customized gratitude journals to create this atmosphere, this culture at your school, at your business. Contact Kendrick Avant for these customized gratitude journals and let's change the culture of the environment.